Hi, this is Jackie, and you're listening to She Can't, So I Will. Thanks for tuning in again to listen to another episode. I appreciate my audience very much. I'm hopeful that everything that I've gone through and learned from being in a narcissistic relationship will help plant a seed in someone else's head that maybe you're in a relationship that sounds familiar and you can seek counseling and seek help and possibly salvage your marriage or get out if it's dangerous like the one that I was in and completely unhealthy. But here are a few things that I learned when I started to move on and get into other relationships. Uh, I moved into another relationship entirely too quickly because what I've learned is there are certain patterns after being with somebody for so long that you start to get used to and you carry those patterns on to the other relationship. And patterns such as Like I talked about in a previous episode, that intercourse was very, very robotic for me. It wasn't intimate. It wasn't, I I don't know, it wasn't loving like I know now that it should be. Um, It was just very, very robotic. And I carried that into my first relationship after being divorced. Um... I carried another pattern that was very dangerous and that was not to disappoint. I was very, very afraid to disappoint the person that I was with and a lot of times I would stress myself out about disappointing them. Everything that I did, I felt like was conditional. So I didn't believe in unconditional love. I thought that I had to perform a certain way in order to be loved. Um, Again, these are not the fault of anybody that I was with after my divorce. It was just, this was how I was. Granted, there were relationship problems outside of, of my own patterns that I brought into the relationship, but these things definitely affected it. Um, so it's also, you have to watch and be very careful when moving on as well, because it can be very easy to fall prey to a relationship too quickly before that you are ready for one. And because somebody can be super kind to you and you're going to fall for that very, very quickly because when you are with this narcissist, the personalities would change so much. Like you would, they would be super happy one minute and at the drop of the hat, they would be mean and cruel. Um, And so when somebody's just super kind, Like, you're going to fall for that very, very quickly. The relationship with the narcissist was, they could be cruel one minute, and the next minute they're super charming. And that unbalanced uh, feelings, I guess you could say, left you being very, very confused. So, a simple act of kindness can go very, very far and is super unfamiliar to you. Uh, you would fall prey to somebody who wants to hear what you have to say. So somebody who would value your opinion and would sit quietly and listen to your opinion and not really have anything to say about it necessarily. Like they would just listen. That you would fall prey to somebody who does that. Keep in mind that these things are normal. These things are not the fault of the person that is courting you. They are just things that you're going to 
see as this person must be right for me. These, this person must be amazing because they're doing these things. Maybe they apologize when they're wrong and you didn't hear that very often. In fact, you would feel very strong in a narcissistic relationship or feel very strongly about your opinion and you guys would get into an argument and when you finish the argument, you end up adopting their feelings or uh, opinions about whatever topic it was and you would ultimately end up saying you're sorry at the end. This happened all the time, all the time. Now, granted, I've been out of this relationship for nine years or so, and I've been married for 18, so there's going to be a lot of things that I don't remember and are very, very cloudy, but I have brought out a lot of things that I remember and have journaled them, so every time my memory comes up, I'll write it down. That way I can go back and reflect on on all of this, which I highly recommend you do. So do do I say that he never ever apologized? Like, I don't know. But all I know is that what I took away from the relationship was that every opinion I had and every battle and every fight ended in me walking away with feeling the way that he wanted me to feel and then ultimately apologizing. So when somebody apologizes for being wrong, then like you're gonna find that so incredibly attractive. When somebody spoils you, you have such low expectations for the person that you get into a relationship with later after this relationship of being with a narcissist that they slightly spoil you. And that's going to be like, you're going to hold on to that because you never really got that before. Um, If somebody humbles themselves, like they don't feel like they need to flaunt the things that they're good at or if they're more praiseworthy of you, then, you know, that's going to be super attractive to you because a narcissist has to always be on top. They have to always boast themselves up and bring others down so that they feel better about themselves because ultimately they have a low self-esteem, but they don't want anybody to know that. So um, if somebody in a new relationship humbles themselves, again, you're going to find that super attractive. So again, these are the things that happened to me that the next relationship after my divorce, these things happened, which are completely normal. And I jumped into that relationship entirely too quickly because of these reasons. So you felt like, I don't know, you put so much stock in the simple things and the way that things should be, and the way that normal relationships are, this became amazing to you because after 18 years, for me, I, I, the, I didn't get these things. I got these things a slight. You would get a little touch of it and then it would be taken back from you because they wouldn't want you to feel uh, special or talented or, or worthy because if you felt like you were good or better than, then you were sure to leave. And that's exactly what I was told by my ex-husband was that he wouldn't boast me up or make me feel good um, because he was afraid that I would feel too good for him and leave him. So those are the things that I think you should watch out for getting into another relationship. Um, There are after, so my second relationship failed. And again, there are a lot of other reasons as why it failed as well. But 
I have to sometimes wonder, had I known all of this and had seeked counseling for this particular reason, you know, would things have been a lot different for me? Maybe. I don't know. But I'm where I am today because of my second marriage with um, a girl, actually. And I'd never been with a girl before. And I got married. And I think I fell victim to a lot of the same things that I fell for in my first relationship after being divorced. Uh, A lot of the same things. I think one of the things that made was a slightly different was I think because she was a female that she felt less scary or less threatening. Um, Shortly after her and I started dating, that's when I said the right things to my counselor and she was like, whoa, you never told me these things before. And we talked more and talked more and that's how I discovered what was happening to me. And then ultimately she was the one who asked me to start journaling every encounter that I could possibly imagine and write it down. And that's when things got really, really rough for me. I think the more I journaled, which I journaled over about a month and a half, but the more I journaled, the more it validated the things I was feeling. It validated the things that I was scared of actually for people to not believe. So the more I found things that validated what went on, the more I thought this really did happen and this really isn't my fault. And I was violated over and over and over. And then I found old journals that I had wrote in and all, you know, there were several entries that were, I need to be better at this. I need to do a better job at this. And then he'll love me. I actually wrote those words in a journal or I don't think he really loves me. Um, I think he just wants to have sex with me. Like I, I journaled these things. I was unhappy. I recognized it, but I didn't know how to get out. I didn't even know I needed to get out. So what happens now is I got into a super healthy relationship and that's kind of when I realized hey, something, something wasn't, wasn't right. I have now realized that there are voices that talk to me. And I don't mean in a a weird psycho way. I mean, like when I get into a situation where I'm afraid to be touched, there are certain voices inside my head that are protecting me. You know, they say things to me like, you need to protect yourself or hey, this person is threatening. Um, Hey, this person is threatening your independence. Um, There were times when I would be touched that I would almost feel like I needed to crawl into the fetal position to protect myself. I learned to give each one of these voices a name because each one of them was saying something different. One of them was saying, you're not good enough. One of them is saying, protect yourself and so on. So at first I was trying to just be Jackie and that is attack the voices and just say shut up you don't have a voice anymore I'm taking over I'm the strong one and I'm going to shut you out and then per my counselor's help she said 
You've got to give each one of these a voice and listen to them. Listen to what they're saying and talk specifically to them and let them know things are okay, you got this. So I advise you to pay attention to what each voice is saying and give them a face and a name and address them. Don't shut them out. Let them have a voice. So how you know that you're over and healing and getting closer to, I guess, being completely over this, which I don't feel like if if one is just discovering that you were um, sexually abused, mentally abused, whatever it is for you, and 10 is you're over it, I don't ever believe that you're going to be completely over it. I believe that it walks with you your entire life. But when for me, when 10 is I can be in a healthy relationship and not have to battle these things so much. Or 10 for me is I can be intimate with somebody again. Um, I feel like I'm about an 8 where about 3 months, 4 months ago I was at a 1. So... I believe if you work hard at it, that with the help of counseling and research and talking and communicating with the person that you're with, I believe you can get there, no doubt about it. But here are some things that I kind of discovered that I knew when I was over this relationship and I could move on healthy with a healthy relationship. Uh, When you just simply don't care anymore, meaning after you've been with somebody for a very, very long time and they are no longer with you, there is a spell, a time that you still care about them. You still are interested in what it is they're doing on a day-to-day basis. There's a point in time when that will go away. There's going to be a time that you don't hate them anymore. I went through several months and I'm going to tell you, I don't know that I'm beyond this yet. But at some point in time, you're going to not hate them anymore. I'm still in the hatred zone. Just saying. There's a time when you um, feel no guilt for speaking the truth. Hello, that's where I'm at now. And that's what this entire podcast is about. I'm no longer afraid to speak the truth. But on the flip side of that, I have not tried to promote this podcast I have not put myself out there. The listeners that I have currently have, I guess, stumbled upon it in some manner because I have not put it out there yet. Because for fear of him finding out, and then I'm still afraid of his wrath. Because when he finds out, he's going to deny it. There's no doubt in my mind. Of course he is. And so I guess I still have that fear. Um, I don't think he can deny that it happened. I think he can deny responsibility. That's what he'll deny. Um, So there's going to be a certain point in time when you don't feel bad about what happened to you. And I believe that. I'm there now. I don't feel sad for myself anymore about what happened. I don't abuse myself anymore for how could you be so weak and stay in a relationship that long and then freaking go back. Like, I beat myself up pretty bad for that very reason. Um, But I don't feel bad about it anymore. It's gotten to me where I'm at and I'm getting stronger every day. So Um, you no longer fear them. When you no longer fear them, you could feel like that you have moved on as well. But 
Again, this is one aspect that I'm not necessarily out of the dark yet. Um, if it was a one to 10 thing on the fear thing, it would probably be, uh, I don't know, five or six for me right now. Uh, you look healthier. Hello, I totally look healthier. If anybody out there knows me or you check out my social media, you can uh, look through it and you you would definitely see a difference in not only I look healthier because I'm less stressed, but I my appearance is completely different than it was when I was married to him. I He said that he wanted me to have that um, little, you know, pretty little girl next door look. And I wasn't necessarily allowed to step out of the box much. Granted, I have an internal soul that is wild and free. And so I pushed against that a lot. But there were times when I would fall back so easily because I felt like if I didn't do the things he wanted to do, that he wouldn't love me. So like I would go out of the box a little bit and then I would rear it back in. So you're going to see a huge appearance difference for me. I went from having pretty normal stay-at-home mom hair and clothing to now I have multiple tattoos, which I had none with him. And I have dreads and I do crazy things all the time with my hair. And I didn't, I was never able to do that before. So yes, I look healthier. In fact, I'm more fit now than I was when I was in high school. Um, There were times when I would relate myself to characters in books or movies. Um, Like, not relate. Well, I guess kind of relate, but I would almost root for them. So if there was a a, um, woman woman in a, a movie or a book that I was reading that was weak or being punished in some way, like I would totally be on their side and root for them and relate with them. And I don't find myself doing that as much anymore. I do at times still get very uncomfortable if there's a sexual scene where a guy is a little bit more dominant than I'm comfortable with. Um, I can get very, very uncomfortable very quickly. And then one of the last things that you might see is your perspective changes. Uh, Your perspective changes a lot. Uh, like I look at relationships completely different. Uh, for one thing, I'm fiercely independent and to a fault at times. I never had an opinion. I never got to do or say the things that I want. I use the word never lightly because I'm sure there was sometimes that I did. Um, but now if somebody even threatens my independence, like, I'm going to come out to you with the vengeance. And like I said, that's to a fault. Because in a relationship, I understand that there are some things that financially, especially, that you just need to do together. You need to make decisions together about financial aspects of life and then even raising children as well. And I'm not good at letting somebody tell me or dictate what I can and can't do in that aspect. And I'm trying to get better at those things. But my perspective on independence, I guess you could say, is is far different. Um, so I just wanted to do this episode because I wanted you guys to be cautious of where you go from here once you have left. 
And so I hope this helps you out. I'm learning as I go and as I learn, I will share. Um, I'm hoping hoping to do a interview with uh, another lady who battles with a different kind of demon. Um, in her life, it's not uh, necessarily being in a narcissistic relationship, but a different battle. So stay tuned in, subscribe to my podcast so that you don't miss anything that we post. All right. Thank you again for listening.